Welcome to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Welcome to another episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. In last week's episode, I said we was going to talk about osteoporosis, but I went to a menopause and me meeting over the weekend and there were some things highlighted in that meeting that I thought I would bring to you in this episode of training for womanhood be fit be healthy be happy what I want to talk about is menopause and living your best life through nutrition focusing on nutrition during these stages of our lives So when we talk about menopause, what does that actually mean to you? What does that evoke? What do you think about? Because at this meeting, when we spoke about menopause, the women had all these questions, but these questions were around confusion, stress, and it's almost like menopause is like this impending doom. Why does menopause have to be such a terrible phase in our lives? It can be a time where we fail miserably or it can be a time where we empower ourselves, look at diet, look at exercise, look at our water intake. Basically, just look at the things to make our lives better during this period. This can be a time where we can invest in ourselves, look into better health and well-being and actually live our best lives. Now, me personally, I'm currently going through menopause. I'm perimenopausal, along with a lot of my friends, and we're all experiencing different symptoms, some experiencing none at all, but others at the really bad end of the scale, and some are at the real good end of the scale, but we're all having our own individual journeys. As a women's health coach and personal trainer, A lot of women pass by me. I train a lot of women and I have an insight into different issues that they have and how they can possibly get over these issues. So I like to think of myself as a kind of trusted resource on this topic. So let's start with the basics. What is menopause? Well, anyone who menstruates will go through menopause. That's a fact. Premenopausal is the usual menstrual cycle. We have perimenopausal. This is the stage between being reproductive and non-reproductive in a woman. This is when our estrogen levels are being reduced over time. Okay, It can last for up to 20 years, but on average... It's four to ten years. The symptoms, you get irregular periods, but also mood swings, a lot of flushing, hot flushes, irritability, insomnia, joint stiffness, fatigue, vaginal dryness, urinary incontinence, also some psychological depression, anxiety. It usually begins around late 40s and goes through to early 50s but can go beyond that to about 60 years old again 
everybody's individual. We also have menopause. Menopause is the official time when you've had 10 consecutive months without a period. Post-menopause, this is the stage after menopause. But during this time, it's important that you know that the risk of heart disease and some kind of cancers will increase. It's also important to know that the different stages of menopause can also affect both body and mind. You've got to remember, though, that every woman's experience is different and how you respond will be unique to you. I've come up with four pillars to help you achieve your best life through this major physical change that will have implications physically and mentally but it also can be a time of personal growth, strength, health, well-being and empowerment. Let me tell you about these pillars. So you've got four pillars. Nutrition, exercise, lifestyle and mindset. In this episode, I'm going to focus on nutrition and what happens during menopause and how just a tweak can change body composition and make you live your best life with food. So nutrition. So during menopause, a woman's energy is challenged. There's a distinct decline in energy. There's also difficulty in sleeping. That's getting to sleep and staying asleep. You'll find that you're up three, four o'clock in the morning for no apparent reason. There's also unexplained weight gain where something fits you last week, maybe, or a couple of weeks ago, this week, it's not fitting exactly the same, even though you have gained no weight whatsoever. It's estrogen that decides where fat is deposited on our bodies. But once that depletes, and we have this hormonal imbalance, our fat composition becomes askew. The lack of oestrogen is also associated to belly fat or menopause is associated with belly fat. Along with that, we have water retention. This is all to do with this hormonal shift. But the gain in belly fat is no different, as studies show, to the gain in men. The gain is roughly the same. But because of the pressures applied to women... And our appearance, the focus is more on women. So what I like to do, I think we can look at nutrition and exercise to mitigate weight gain. But as I said, this episode, we're focusing on nutrition. When it comes to weight gain, a lot of women look at restrictive eating, restrictive dieting, in the hope of reducing weight gain. So they look at keto diet intermittent dieting that style of dieting is fine but when it comes to menopause we need to be a bit more specific just a few small adjustments to your diet can help to retain energy levels gain muscle mass contribute to more restful sleep and be more satisfied with meals and achieve body composition goals and again every woman is different and the usual advice to intermittent fasting or eating a keto diet will not apply to everyone. So here are four main practices. Increase protein. 
have plenty of vegetables and fruits in your diet. Take a look at what you're drinking. Alcohol, Coke, sugary drinks, juices. And the last one, eat slowly. You'll say, what? Yeah, eat slowly. It's a game changer. These four practices are not restrictive and can be quite fluid. And you can pick one or two or all of them and try these out. Depending on your lifestyle goals, you can adopt all one, two or three of these practices. Let's look at protein increase and our body's response to protein. During menopause, our body's response to protein declines. Digestion declines. Absorption of protein declines. So it's important to increase the consumption. At this stage as well, women lose muscle mass over time. It's said they lose about between 3 to 8% of muscle mass every 10 years. And as you know, protein is essential to build muscle mass. A higher protein diet can make you feel fuller for longer. And so we'll reduce the need to snack on crap, basically. And because the body has to do more work to process protein, it's also assisting in fat loss. As you burn more calories digesting protein than you do digesting carbs and fats. And also protein and the amino acids needed are needed to produce enzymes, hormones, antibodies and neurotransmitters. Proteins also help repair cells and worn out tissue. So without protein, our bodies don't function well. It's quite simple. The question is how much protein to eat. So for perimenopause, menopausal and postmenopausal women wanting to keep active, healthy and strong, studies recommend to eat one gram per pound of body weight. So if you are 120 pounds, that means 120 grams in the day. That's how much protein is required. This translates to a palm-sized portion of protein at every meal and two protein snacks per day. As we know, the sources of protein, lean meat, eggs, dairy products, lentils and beans. The next practice is eating plenty of fruit and veg. These are packed with phytonutrients and micronutrients like vitamins, minerals that help you feel your best. The fibre and water in fruit and vegetables promote regular bowel movements and provide volume so you feel more full with each meal, allowing you again not to snack. It would be a very good idea to add fruit and veg to two meals a day. Start with that. So that's half a fist or fist-sized portion of fruit and veg during two meals. And in that, you know, do some homework, find out what fruit and veg you like, make it work for you, and enjoy your meals. The next practice is to have a look at your drink intake. Alcohol is one. Fruit juices, sodas. If you take a look at water, water helps you stay hydrated and helps to reduce water retention. What you can do, you can set an hourly reminder on your phone to drink water or have one glass of water waking up and one glass of water going to bed. Keep a glass by, by your bed to make it easier. We can look at alcohol. We can limit the amount of alcohol we drink because it actually worsens the symptoms 
of menopause, it increases your hot flashes. And it also decreases the ability to recover from exercise. You can look at that if that's something that you want to address. But if you like to drink, why not just reduce it slightly? If you don't suffer with hot flushes, then you can drink alcohol. Work with it. See how you feel. Take a look at your caffeine consumption. This can intensify menopause symptoms like breast tenderness, anxiety and insomnia. It's very important to understand how you feel after you drink caffeine. You also may want to restrict caffeine at least six to eight hours before bedtime because it adds to insomnia. It can add to insomnia. Take a look at sodas, juices. These have high amounts of sugar and regular drinking of these can impact your energy levels by giving you big sugar rushes and make you crave more sugar. I mentioned this earlier on, how about trying to eat slowly? It's a bit of an art and it takes some time. But as women, we rush and we just fit meals in. If you're at work, you're working through your lunch. You've got large families or families, you know, you just have to make it work. You're feeding your family, you're fitting in meals here and there. But what you need to do is slow down. Try to enjoy every bite. Be in the moment. Stay present. Chew properly. Know what's going on. Be present. You'll know when you're full. You'll stop. How about trying to put your fork down in between bites? That will help to slow you down. Or two minute half time bite intermissions. So halfway through your meal, take a two minute break. Sit down, relax, enjoy your meal. These are some of the ways that you can slow down. We've spoken about taking a look at drink. We've spoken about taking a look at fruit and veg. We've spoken about increasing protein. Try these, see how you feel. They can change your body composition. They can reduce your belly bloat. They can increase hydration. This is one aspect that you can look at during menopause to make you live your best life. Eat the foods that you like, but make them work for you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness. That's a D-N-Y-C-E. Or via my website, dniceafitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions of your own, or need advice about your health and well-being, or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way, and I'll respond directly, and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness, and produced by the great team at The Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. Until next time.